The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached strike point. Microphones across the Atlantic to bring you the strike points. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Points. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to another Strike Point. We're coming out live. Uh, I'm David Naylor. Uh, my co-host tonight is Mikkel Dineb. Are you there, mate? Yep, I'm here. I'm ready more than ever. We've been away for too long time, and I'm just happy to be back with a live show. So uh, let's have some fun. <laughs> yeah, I just got to say that if I have any problems tonight, I'm also um, on a chiny, tinychat.com, um, just being testing some video and doing some live video streaming out on that. So if I've break webmaster radio i do apologize to the studio um so we'll see how it how it spins out uh we've got 15 users in that room at the moment and uh that's going great and if you've not tested it please go and have a play it's tiny tinychat.com fantastic piece of software so michael yeah, what have you got for us yeah no i mean it's like yaws devork and shim when he tested it um while it was in beta and we've moved over now to uh a, a a live product that's out there that the pro services are still coming but it'll be a, a fully functioning um video conferencing chat room desktop sharing all singing all dancing lap dancing kind of place <laughs> we even tried to get jane um a friend of mine who did the firewall script cool so it's um I don't know who the the actual program and developing team would be out, ah. but it's it's built on um, oh, what's the Flash development kit? The red, the open source one, Red Five, is it? Can't remember. But it's yeah. it's it's on, it's on Amazon's uh, cloud system as well, so okay. bandwidth yeah. no issues. So Google Wave. Yeah. What do you think? They've been pushing out a lot of new things lately. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, th- I don't think it's a deal breaker, but I think it's it, it, it's certainly a, a step in the right direction when you look at the way that email should be developing, the way that you can share it all live straight out the bat. Um, you can. It's the idea behind it is it's not just a email cloud. It, you set up a wave where you bring people into it. You can download files, sketch in there, PowerPoint presentations. Um, and it looks pretty awesome. I haven't got a beta of it, so I can't say whether it's it's that awesome or not. But from the video clips, and it did break down a couple of times, but it looked pretty pretty solid. Um, so it it could be a a big big product for these guys. Massive massive product. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, my 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 main concern is putting together that many things uh, into one specific product uh, trying to make you know everything in one uh, and also you know the, the usual privacy concerns about 
destroying all that kind of information with uh, within Google's cloud. And not, you know, not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% confident with that. <laughs> Well, my biggest issue, and it always has been with Google, is remember when Lauren Baker got his account frozen and it just locked him out of everything? Now, to me, it's like, would I want to be locked out of my own email? Uh, no. Would I want to be locked out of my own analytics? No. My AdWords account? No. Um, it's they've got to have some sort of structure that you don't lose everything. And I think that's where Microsoft still has the the power of it being on my own computer. And it's, it, you know what I mean? It's, it looks good. Um, I don't know from a business point of view yet whether I would really want to push my business into that product, but I'll certainly test it if I, I get an invite. Mr. Cutty, yeah, I mean, of course. I'm happy to test anything, but yeah. the, the big question is whether whether we will actually start using it and and how much it's going to catch on. To, to me, it sounds most like something you know that are still very much in an early stage. Yeah, and and and, and it's it's always it's always difficult when if you want to change people have people's habits about something very fundamental to their everyday life. Uh, sometimes it's possible. I mean, the internet changed everybody's everyday life but but changing something as fundamental as as, as emailing is is going to be pretty hard for sure i mean they 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 you know they try to change emailing with gmail you know it's it's a little bit of a different approach to to normal email but reality is that they they still only have a very small fraction of the email market they they're not they're not dominating the email market in any way um, so they haven't really changed the the, the global uh, perspective on, on email and, and I mean we always seen the problems because a lot of businesses are actually using Gmail as the primary email and then when was it like you know a few weeks ago when when Gmail broke down and, and a lot of businesses were just not able to communicate for, for, for several hours and, and that's uh, something that 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 is not really putting comfort into to people's use of these services yeah no, it is. Um, it's so I, I, it'd be interesting to see how it spins out. I mean, it's not just email. Don't forget, it's it's more of a, a a collaboration tool for project management as well. So it's 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 a big thing. It's it's a big big thing. Um, but obviously, but Microsoft just, have know, done a. The the thing is, just will I be able to control my privacy and 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 control the the. When uh, the the details of, of, of the distribution of my my, my, my material and and I'm just it, it 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 seems very transparent to me in, in in terms of who can see what who owns it you know do Google own this content like like Facebook all owns everything you upload to Facebook and 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 we all know I mean especially being in Europe we know for a fact that that the way that Americans usually see this is very different than how we see it in Europe. That's why we get all these, yeah. these disputes about. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's like you use a Google product, you're passing over everything to to Google, end of. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you, you don't have, in my opinion, you don't have privacy when you use Google products. Um, and But if you're okay with that, then it's fine. Um, have you played with Bing yet? No. Not oh, really. 
Oh, seriously, go through a US proxy and go to Bing.com. Uh, it's so much better than the UK version, but UK <laughs> will get better. Um, I saw this a couple of weeks ago before, when it was still in a beta test under a different name, and it's absolutely fantastic product. Um, and you look at it and you think, wow, it's this could be a deal breaker. Um, the US index looks much, much better than... I've only seen out of any Microsoft search product so far. Uh, I love the way that a lot of the stuff they're doing is things like um, brand protection for certain keyword terms is is nice. Uh, imagery, the, the video side of it, very, very nice. Um, from an SEO point of view, it looks very easily spammable. So we're going to have to kind of, <laughs> going to have to close the, the doors on that a little bit. Um, but we've been tracking one of our websites is doing quite well in there, and we're actually getting more conversions and sales from Bing.com today than we were from Live.com. Now I'm like, uh, how? You know what I mean? It's like I don't know if these people are just using it. Um, it's it's just sending me traffic, and that that's bizarre. That's good. That's good news. Yeah, um, we definitely needs um, some some serious competition. Um, and another competitor that we that we should talk about today that you know officially came out. They've been talk. There's been a lot of talk about them recently, but officially came out like what was it two weeks ago? Was uh, one from Alpha. Um, which is kind of kind of interesting because it's not really a search engine, but still it's it's it largely being promoted as a search engine. And and the funny thing is, I, I've been called up from from different journalists. Uh, I did an interview on national TV last week on Alpha, uh, uh, from Alpha. Such an easy name to say, especially if you have a hot potato in your mouth. It really helps. But, but I can't even say Alpha. if I haven't got a hot potato in my mouth. What is how do you how do you pronounce it? Wolfram. I seriously it's like it's I've not used it not used it at all um, it's is I've not even I've not even this is how bad I've got I've not even logged yeah, not logged in I've not even typed into my browser and had a look at it I've I actually been there uh, I, I, you know <laughs> it's. I mean, it's interesting, and the theory behind it, and, and all the stuff they did is interesting. But it's it. The, the funny thing is that the journalist that called me up, actually several journalists called me up, but this one from television called me up and said, "Oh, but this new Google killer is is supposed to launch, and everybody is talking about it as being the new Google killer." And I was like, "Uh huh." Mm. I was kind of curious because I haven't heard anybody talk about it as a Google killer. And then, then I was like looking into the case and saying, oh, but the company said it was a Google killer. And then I looked at the actual announcement from the company. And the company does not call it a Google killer. In fact, they, they make it very clear that, that uh, Bottom Alpha is not even a search engine, but a, but a knowledge engine. And they're not talking about a, a Google killer in any way. And then I've been looking at, at, at other industry experts, what they've been saying about Wolfram Alpha, and none of them are calling it a Google killer either. So apparently that whole Google killer thing is something that journalists made up between them. Because I asked the journalists, who told you it's a Google killer? Oh, but I heard it was a Google killer. Everybody's talking about it. But said, who told you? Apparently, it's only other journalists that have told other journalists that it's a Google killer. No industry experts have said it. And while from Alpha haven't said it, so <laughs> I don't know where it's coming from. And, and the fact is, of course, 
definitely is not a Google killer. It, it, it's it might be an interesting technology, and and um, there might be some academic use for it, but but it's definitely not mainstream. Yeah, I mean, it's I've, I've just jumped onto it now, and I just I I just don't get it. <laughs> I'm call me old fashioned, but when I type in a search query into a into a box, I, I want answers back, and I don't seem to really get anything out of it at the moment. No, the, I mean, the, pro- the problem is that the majority of searches that you can think of uh, just doesn't return anything. Either it does, doesn't know anything or, or what you get returned is just not very useful. Um, so, so, I mean, it, they still need a lot of development uh, before it, it, it will actually be useful for the purpose that they, they intended it to be. Um, but, but I still see that, that there's a lot of problems with that. Again, it's kind of like what we just talked about with Wave, Google Wave. This is a completely new way of, of, of searching for information, researching for information. And, and I think it's so advanced that it will only appeal to a very small group of academics or, or extreme search geeks, uh, that, that researchers and libraries and, and people like that. It, it, it just don't, I don't see catching on to, to the masses in any way. I just... You know what I mean? It's like I've just searched there for page rank, and assuming that the page is for page, use web page hits. Huh? No. Um, input interpretation matrix rank page. No. It, uh, help. I can't make it work at all. See, I can't. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah, it's like. But that's what I mean. Oh. It, it's very, very geeky, you know. When 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 people that are used to do searches like you and me uh, don't even get what <laughs> what is supposed to do, then then uh, it's very geeky. Um, but you know, it, 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 I think that the ideas of 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 collecting and organizing, categorizing and and systemizing uh, data. And, and presenting it in, in a consistent way and being able to calculate between those uh, factors is an interesting approach. Uh, but it also opens up for a whole new can of, 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 um, of problems because, I mean, we all, you know, most of us accept that Google is stealing our content and capitalizing it. But there's kind of a fair uh, deal involved in it because Google also sends us a lot of really good traffic that converts into money. So I think there's this consensus that, okay, Google is stealing from us, but they're giving something back, so it's a fair deal. But with Wolfram Alpha, they're going to steal our content, uh, and they're going to present it on their own site. They have no intention of sending visitors to our site. So why will I let them steal my content? Or if I'm working for a company that have, uh, like, weather information from Denmark, or, you know, they're, they're picking up weather information from a commercial company in Denmark. That commercial company charges for this weather information. Why should they, they let Wolfram Alpha present that for free on their website when they don't even return visitors? You know, I see a big uh, uh, copyright issue coming up uh, with a knowledge engine like uh, Wolfram Alpha. That, yeah, I never thought about it that way. Um, I mean, the only one I've actually found... Um, the query that works is 250 plus 10%. Oh, but my calculator can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've got a button on my keyboard that does the same thing. (laughs) They've they've been the calculator. Wow! (laughs) 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 They spent 5 million research hours to build a really big, complicated calculator. (laughs) (laughs) 5 million for the world's biggest calculator. 
<laughs> it doesn't I, even say yeah. Steam. Yeah, must have been real clever VC funding that one. Yeah, sure. I guess it is. Anyway, I think we need to take a quick break to present the sponsors, and um, we'll be right back in a second. So please stay with us. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. <laughs> Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Does your website need a bailout? Looking for a conversion rate stimulus package? Do you need a website improvement to-do list? On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. I'm Brian Eisenberg. And I approve this message. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With, with Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now. At friendfinder.com. The Shoe Money Show. Ring on the bling. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. We're on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. On webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hey, and welcome back to Strike Point. That's me messing about on the FT, and look what happens. Um, so we've discussed a little bit about Google Wave, a little bit about something I can't pronounce, and a little bit about Bling.com. So what are going to talk about next, Mikkel? Are there yeah, there was, there was... I was just laughing about this. I was just looking through my notes here, and then it was just um, last week when we kind of messed up the, the timing for the show, so we have to push to today. I was on uh, holiday. Yeah, I know, I know. We messed around, but anyway, <laughs> I was just looking at an article, an interesting article that came up. Actually, I found the article because Matt Cott was uh, Cott was raving about it. Apparently, he didn't like it much. Um, in an article by a William Buter on um, on ft.com, and which really kind of shows that the time of of um, of everybody liking Google um, is is it's definitely over. This article um, is from um, April twenty nine, so it's it's a little old now. Um, but it, 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 I like the the start of the article where it says Google is to privacy and respect 
for intellectual property rights, what the Taliban are to women's rights and civil liberties. <laughs> I think that's that was about right. <laughs> and I think that exactly was the quote that that Matt didn't like too much. <laughs> Yeah, I can, I can understand that. That I that would um, maybe get my goat a little bit. I the thing that makes me laugh about Matt is the fact that everyone sees him as being like the person that if you've got a problem with Google, you take it out on him, no matter what it is, whether it's business, local or whether it's Google Maps or Gmail not working. Um, it seems <laughs> to be that it's like you've got a problem with Google. Hit Matt cuts up, he can sort you out. I've, I, I do honestly feel sorry for the guy a lot of the time. But I thought he was in control um, of everything. He, he, well, I he, thought he in was my in... world, he is. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly, certainly is in my world. Um, he's, he's the guy who presses the big button and then presses the big button again. And that's okay. It's when he presses the big button and then goes on vacation for a week. That's the bit I don't like. Um, that bit's not fun. And no, no. <laughs> I, like, I like fun, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't like, so like searching for my name and not finding it in Google and stuff like that. So, yeah. So... Uh, I, I, I try to keep on the, the good side of Matt wherever humanly possible. <laughs> there was another quote from that uh, article that that um, that uh, Matt also was raving about that, that he didn't like too much. And just seeing if, if I can actually find it here. It was something about, um, yeah, that Google is now, you know, behaving like a typical immoral capitalist and and <laughs> that's another thing that Matt Gotts didn't like and I was like you know if you if you didn't if Google didn't behave like that maybe you know people wouldn't accuse you <laughs> of behaving like that it's like yeah I don't mind if you're if you're a typical uh, immoral capitalist you know most big companies are but why is it such a problem for Google to be that way well they're just behaving like a most other big companies, but somehow they want to. Be it's there. a tough one. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough. I mean, it is. It's, I mean, the problem is, is that they know they've got problems. They know they've got problems in the index. It's just that they try to cover over as many of them as, us, as humanly possible. Um, and nine times out of ten, they do a good job. Um, and a lot of the time, they do a really, really bad job. And I noticed that Matt Cutts has flicked his blog back now from Dullist uh, back to mattcutts.com. But what I've also noticed is that proxy boys are scraping him to bits. And, you know, I mean, it's like you go to google.co.uk at the moment, um, search for Matt Cutts with a space in there, and one of the results there is a proxy. You, you know what I mean? It's a proxy in Dullist.com. So it's like... You would have thought the the dupe content filters that are so super cool and never get it wrong could have got that one right on like the head of web spam's own domain, but oops, I yep. guess not. No one is perfect. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Which is fine to me, you know. It's it's uh, you know I'm I'm not I'm not looking for perfection in in a search engine. I'm looking for 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 things to be good most of the time. Uh, you know, it's it's not, nothing is perfect in life. If you if you go and ask a librarian about about some some information you want to gather, uh, they're not perfect all the time either. Nobody's perfect, uh, and Google is definitely not either. But it's 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 just the whole idea that they they try and put themselves up on on some you know level where where they just you know trying to portray themselves as being more perfect than they really are. 
is 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 kind of ridiculous. I totally agree. Anyway, um, there's been a couple of conferences. Um, been to sessions in um, uh, you know mixing up all the names. SMX. In, SMX. Um, <laughs> SMX in uh, in Munich, which was really really cool down there. It was I a very nice all. show. And and one of the nice things about it was that we had a live um, panel uh, streaming live to uh, Webmaster Radio with uh, the guys from Webmaster on the Roof. And uh, there's some crazy, crazy German guys. <laughs> so they invited me and, and Ryan Fishkin and a couple of other guys um, into this panel with some of them. And we did a live show there with uh, all the German uh, attendees. And a lot of beers on the table. I think it's the first time that we got served beer on the panel, um, which was interesting. Um, it was a really, really good show. And as far as I heard from the studio, it was one of the most uh, viewed uh, live shows ever. Um, so very successful and, and, and very good. I think it, it lasted for almost two hours or one and a half hours, or something. And then we went on to a party all night. Um, it was really good, good and... Um, Good show down there, and and good attendee and some cool attendees. So, so that was good. And then uh, the, the couple of weeks after, um, just a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, SMX in uh, London, which was another good show, but surprisingly small. Wouldn't you say so? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I always hate using that word at conferences. The the show was small. Um, it was, but it. I, th- I thought was, the level of sharing was high again. Um, which it was, was, it was a good show. I, mean, I, I was just yeah. kind of surprised that, that, that you know, why, you know, usually the we... The UK is getting funny, though. I mean, there's a lot of conferences in the UK, which are small conferences. Um, stuff like... Um, Obviously, you've got SES, you've got SMX, you had Think Visibility um, in Yorkshire, you've got Think Visibility coming up again, you had Andy Atkins' um, web one that he did just before SMX that had a, quite a few people there. Um, there's a lot of meets go on in, you know, in different areas. So it's the UK marketplace from an SEO standpoint is the conference side of it is spread really wide and thin. So I think it's a hard one to, to market to at the moment. Um, but the show yeah, was I would, just, I would just kind of, you know, I would just kind of think that both SMX and SES have such a big, big brand name in, in, in conference, uh, in search conferences that those two would um, be able to pull a lot more, uh, um, a lot more attendees. But um even SES uh, that was on in um, in a month ago or what was it, two months ago was smaller than it, it. At least it seemed smaller than it, than than it used to be just a couple of years back. I don't know if do you have a feeling that people cut down a lot on on, on conference uh, cost uh, in the UK? I it's a it's a big player. Um, I don't think I'd want to to be paying that much money to go and hear a few a few people talk you know what i mean it's it's one of those ones where a lot of the information is out there you know what i mean it's like okay maybe it's the the give it up um the give it up session was a biggie um but other than that you know what i mean it was it was definitely one where 
most of the information that was out there, it, most of the information that was passed out there at the conference w- is out there in the wild already. And I think that's what's happening. People, the blogosphere and Twitter, um, in a way, could be damaging. Um, you know what I mean? But all that, all that information was all, all also out there five years ago. You know, it, it may not have been out there 10 years or 12 years ago, but five years, six years ago, it was definitely out there too. Uh, and I think the value of the conferences has, has always been, uh, as far as I see, that the, the selection and, and, and the pre-moderation of, of, of speakers and, and, and content so that going to a conference, you don't have to look through thousands of blogs that are not very good or thousands of, of, of web pages and reports and, you know, things about search that are just not really good. You can go to a conference and get the select few that really knows what they're talking about. I think that value that the editors of the conference put into it um, in selecting the right presenters and the right uh, uh, ideas and concepts uh, and topics, I think that's a value of the conference. And, and that value, I don't think that have changed much. Um, but still people, you know, apparently uh, don't go as much to conferences. I heard that it's even, even worse on, on, on the U.S. conference side, that they're getting a, a lot less uh, people there than, than, than what we see on the European side. Um, I tell so I tell you what 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 hit me the most was that um, at Phyllis View in Amsterdam, the A for U trended on Twitter and SMX didn't in London, and that was a clear indicator to me that you know I mean it's, we're supposed to be the guys uh, uh, are out there pushing Twitter harder and harder and harder and. You know, what I mean, if we we can't get it to trend, that you know, what I mean, there's something wrong with that. I had to do a safe search query on it, so that was a little bit um, odd. Um, but I, again, it feels for you was a much bigger presence out in Amsterdam, I, I guess. Yeah, that might be it. Uh, I think that SMX did something right with with London and and um, also with um, SMX Advanced in Seattle, trying to make make all the sessions a little more advanced uh, and, and removing some of the more basic sessions that we've seen on conferences for the past 10 years or so. Um, so so um, I think that that's a good idea and I think if they can, they can even improve on the profile of being more advanced, I think uh, there might be a growing market for that because, there, I mean, realistically, there are thousands of webmasters out there now that... Um, that knows all the basics about search. That may have been doing SEO for two years, three years, and are now really interesting in the more advanced stuff. And and maybe that's why we see so, such big attendee on um, on the give it up sessions um, and and those more advanced sessions. I, there was another session on, on on SMX in London that I went to with more advanced uh, uh, web analytics. And 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 there was even a few tips that that you know I haven't I wasn't aware of. You know, so even I learned something from that session. You know, there's some of the more advanced stuff going on that are still good at conferences. So I think if they focus more on that, at least there would be a core audience um, for, 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 for that profile. Uh, sorry, I'm messing with my video camera. I've got a, I'm just playing with my heart and stuff. Um, yeah, but you're right. <laughs> it's, it's, no, seriously, it's, 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 I've messed up, haven't I? Sorry, Webmaster Radio. 
<laughs> See, I t- people don't believe me when I say that PCs are better than Macintoshes, and to me, th- this is the reason why. You know what I mean? Is the I can do video conferencing, Skype calling simultaneously while wearing fake sunglasses, a fake mustache, and a hat, a lady's hat. That, um, and, and those are the kind of things that. <laughs> <laughs> and so what you're saying of- is that, that on a Macintosh you cannot wear a lady's hat? And, and not be cool about it. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not sure you're cool about it. <laughs> Easy. <coughs> Don't die on the air, mate. Never die on the air. <coughs> that was too funny. Anyway... As usual, we are kind of... God, you look like like a bad beetle or something like that. <laughs> oh, dude. Oops, my hat fell off a little bit there. Oh, Brasco's joined the video chat. Room. Actually, you look like Teddy um, Roosevelt for a little bit. <laughs> 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 hey, it works. I, I, I like I like my uh, my little things. I don't know what other hats I've got. It's uh, <laughs> no. Snake head, stuff like that. For people who are, are going to download those on the podcast, um, while I've been streaming on through Webmaster Radio, I've also been streaming out on Tiny Chat as I'm doing some stress testing on it at the moment. And it's a video chat room, as people in the chat room can see. And I've just been playing with my video camera. I just put that out as a clarification due to the fact that if I didn't and people download it at a later date, they'd be like, what the hell is Dave on about? I'm, not so keen I'm, just on not, I'm not sure that I'm ready to do that video cam stuff because I'm, I'm getting so much used to when we're doing this radio thing and when I'm doing podcasting in general and and, and, and doing telephone calls, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting into really strange kind of habits, doing all kinds of weird stuff that I don't even want to explain on this on this show. And and I'm not sure I want to have a video cam on me. <laughs> no, I, I like mine. It's, uh, it's useful. It's like now I'm incognito. It's like people won't know who I am, you see. So it, it kind of works well. I don't have to turn it off, though. <laughs> Dave, go back to the bandana. It works better. Yeah, no, the bandana works better. <laughs> the, I, like the, 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 I like the little mustache. I think works. the Woodstock works bandana well. worked better for you. But, you know, it's just yeah, you were bacon. That one. I, was, I thought it was a bit big for me. <laughs> that's the one. Personally. That's the one. No, 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 that's too big or not. <laughs> I think that we've almost run to the end of strike point today. Um, yeah. I think so. <laughs> I, I promise that we will try to be a little bit more intellectual in our 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 <laughs> the way that we do things. Um, I do apologise for the way that shows ended, and we'll have another live show next Monday. But I, I actually think we we went pretty intellectual today. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Wolf from Alpha, and we talked about Google Waves, and we were not even hitting on Google very bad today. So I think we behaved pretty good. And I'm looking forward to being back uh, next Monday, hopefully, with another live show. Or I'll, I'll go across the English Channel and beat you up, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> All right? It, it, it might be necessary. <laughs> it's not a threat. It's a promise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brasco. Speak to you later, dude. Later, brother. Yeah. See you all next week. Oh,